הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שדרנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר הקדוש ומשבר הרתמה ובבחן רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחל נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחל מפגי בן שמחה נח נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן ברוך השם today we're going to do two conversations in שיחות ערן lessons 175 and 176 175 is one of the most famous ones in all of שיחות ערן Um, a discussion or more of a concept that Rabbeinu teaches us um, about the pigeon, about the redemption. I'll explain a little bit more when we get into it. But um, this is honestly the first time we've heard of such a yan. Of course, the pigeon is something that's been known. It's, a, it's been a custom in Jewish history for however many hundreds of years to give a pigeon especially to give a pigeon that means to give money to a tzaddik and the tzaddik prays on your behalf of course uh, we've always been visiting tzaddikim and Rosh Hashanah it's known to uh, go visit tzaddikim Rabbeinu mentioned this in Nikutem Oran nonetheless this idea of a pigeon and the details of the pigeon and how Rabbeinu performs a pigeon this is something unique that's never been heard of and it only shows and it only gives credit to Rabbeinu's immense, immense spiritual level that we're talking about here. It gives us an understanding that we grasp absolutely nothing when it comes to this tzaddik. And uh, it only proves that Rabbeinu's koach is beyond our grasp of, uh, the grasp of our mind. So, let's, uh, let's start it. Se'iv kuf ayinhe, 175. Kodem Eretz Yisrael amar, before Rabbeinu went to Eretz Yisrael, look at this, <laughs> that's the crazy part. This is before Rabbeinu entered the land of Israel. He said like this, I do not know how the tzaddikim perform a pidyon. Pidyon is a, is, literally means redemption. But pidyon, a pidyon was essentially something that people do, a person who has judgments on them, they give money to a tzaddik and a tzaddik in exchange for that money, he prays for them, prays for that person. That's a pidyon. You sacrifice a little bit from yourself, that's your money, and uh, hoping that the Tfilot of the tzaddik will be answered and that you will be healed of whatever judgment you, uh, you have on you. Whatever sickness even. Because Rabbeinu says, to perform the pijon, you need the 24 courts. The 24 bate dinin, you need the 24 courts of law. You need to know them. Because when, and by the way, it's brought down in the Zohar, Kadosh is brought down in the writings of the Arizal, this idea of the 24 bate dinin. Key, because when, they bring, when this person brings a pigeon, they bring the money in exchange for that tzvila. The tzaddik needs to know in which bedin, in which court this person is being judged. If there's 24 courts in the heaven, the tzaddik needs to understand which court this person is being judged in. Because perhaps he's doing a pigeon, a redemption, and a sweetening of a judgment that's applicable to only a certain court. Or to another court. But the truth is, he's actually being judged in another court. So the pigeon is not effective at all. Therefore, a person needs to know in which court, this, uh, the tzaddik needs to know in which court this person is being judged. And he needs to know how to sweeten the judgment um, within that specific court. Because each and every court has a certain process and a certain way, a certain method in which to engage Um, 
um, with this, um, let's say, this fight. For example, the tzaddik is going to come as a lawyer and bring a case to the court. He has to understand how to bring that case. Rabbeinu said like this, and this is before he went to the land of Israel. So imagine what we're talking about here. I know all the 24 courts. And I'm able to make an appeal from one Bedin to the next. I'm able to go from one Bedin. If I don't like that appeal, I can go to the next one. Until I, I can go through all 24. Meaning what? Meaning I can say that it didn't suit me, this judgment that I, I got in this Bedin. So, Rabbanu can say, Rabbanu says, that I want to go to another Bedin. I want to go to the other court. And I can go from one Bedin to the next until I do everything. And it's obvious this is effective. Because nonetheless, under all the circumstances, even if you're pushing it off from one court to the next, you're pushing off the judgment. Even when the judgment is drawn down and decreed, it's going to be lighter and easier. Because while this is happening, while he's moving from one court to the next, the person who is performing the pidyon for is performing a mitzvah, he's performing a good deed, a good act. And even though this might not be effective, and even if this is not effective, meaning going from one court to the next, what does that mean? I'm able to make an andinsenya. Meaning I'm able to make a, an appeal and send the judgment directly to the Tsar himself. To God. To the Kesach. Imagine if Rabbanu doesn't like the deen in all, in all the 24 courts, he can go to the king himself. And this requires a great amount of work. And a tremendous amount of wisdom. Not one single person in a generation knows this. And look what Rabbeinu says, And not a single person in history has known of this. Because it requires a tremendous amount of work. It's an awesome craftsmanship. You have to have a, a specific mastery to bring in your request and your, your case within a precise amount of words. Precise number of words. You also have to be able to give the king, the Tsar, the, the, tsar um, the proper honor and respect he deserves. Because you cannot send more than what needs to be sent to the, to the king. You can only send a certain and precise amount, uh, number of words or argument. And you can't send too many things. Gamama, Rabbeinu also said, I don't understand how others can perform a pidyon. Because the only way to understand the performing of the pidyon, the only way to know the true secret of the pidyon, it lies with the mystery of how the Kohen Gadol, the high priest on Yom Kippur, dealt with the banished goat. Of course, there were two goats on Yom Kippur. One was brought as a... Uh, an atonement for the sins of the Jewish people and brought as a sacrifice to God. And the other goat was thrown off a cliff and given to Azazel. It was almost like a sacrifice to the evil side to distract the evil side. The Agiyah Kadosh, the Arizal goes into an in-depth explanation as to why this happens. But, um, 
Rabbanu says the secret of the Pidyon lies within the secret of the Hasayim Mishdalech, the banished God of Kippur. That means nothing to us because, of course, what, what does that even mean? <laughs> Where does that even go? How is it even connected? But nonetheless, Ba'uch Hashem, Rabbanu says that we, we have the manuscript of Rabbanu's Pidyon. Uh, we can read it for a person who's going through struggle so that even when a student of Rabbanu reads it and he binds himself to the tzaddik, when you bind yourself to the tzaddik, it's not you who's doing it anymore. If you think you're performing the pidyon, it's not effective. I don't want to go to do that. I don't want to go do a pidyon by a person who thinks he's doing it. I want to go to a person who's going to attach himself to Rabbanu who's going to do the pidyon because the tzaddik is going to do it. He's going to intercede on, he's going to intercede on your behalf. I think I need some random person, even the biggest rabbi of the generation today to do it. It's not going to be effective. What a simple, uh, what a simple breast lover who is attached to Rabbeinu does with the pidyon is more effective than any other thing that any tzaddik of the generation can do today. And that's not, uh, that's not an extreme. Uh, that's not an. Uh, that's not uh, what do you call it? an exaggeration. That's a fact, and we see it from here because Rabbeinu says only I can perform this. Only me. Only I know the twenty-four courts. Since me, nobody has known this thing. So. Baruch Hashem, we have a tzaddik like Rabbeinu, that we have, have the pigeon, we have the manuscript of the pigeon, that in attaching yourself to the tzaddik, you can perform the pigeon for someone. God willing that all the dinim on every single Jew should be annulled and um, be sweetened. Seif Kuf Ayin Vav, very small one, a beautiful one too. Kodem Eret Yisrael Amar, before Rabbeinu went to the land of Israel, just like we talked about above, Rabbeinu said something. En Yachol Lishon, Rabbeinu said, I cannot sleep. Because before I sleep, the 600,000 letters of the Torah come and stand before me. And this is why I cannot sleep. Because the letters of the Torah are passing before my eyes. Of course, the 600,000 letters of the Torah, they represent the 600,000 neshamot of the Jewish people. And we know Rabbeinu was one of those tzaddikim that had all 600,000 neshamot within him. That he's equivalent to 600,000, just like Moshe Rabbeinu, just like Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. These great tzaddikim, um, at the level of tzaddikim, Sodanam, for they encompass all the neshamot of the Jewish people. And they're responsible for their fixing. So, imagine if Rabbeinu, before he went to the land of Israel, couldn't see because the neshamot were passing before his eyes, the letters are passing before his eyes. What did that come to say about what we're talking about, this tzaddik? God willing, we should have simple amunah and apply Rabbeinu's words um, in simplicity. So that we should uh, change for the better. That's it for today. Uh, and we'll continue next episode with Seif Kuf Ein Zayn.